content our award season i guess you could call it yep better than the grammys better than the grammys <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's uh, what we just call this entire end of the year special better than the grammys fight me uh, i feel like no one's gonna <laughs> matter, care yeah, yeah. if we say we're better than the grammys uh anyway i am Troy archuleta joined today by e hello and robbie hey and sam yes i am better than the grammys <laughs> Sam, yeah, I yes. would say Sam is better than the Grammys. I hang out with you yeah. way more than the Grammys. Yeah, I yeah. mean, fuck the Grammys. Yeah, fuck the Grammys. We're just as cool as Drake. <laughs> I'd he, say cooler. He recently also said fuck Actually. the Grammys. He pulled himself yeah. out. He did. Oh. I heard can about that. that. What? Can do that? Yeah, yeah you can just say uh, don't. He had a nomination. He was like, no, fuck you. I'm, I'm out. Yeah. He his was like, pull- I don't want to. His pullout game ain't weak. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. His pullout game is strong as shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's got to be to pull out of the Grammys. <laughs> Double entendres. <laughs> it's too many. Cease immediately. <laughs> Which, uh, I guess, brings us over to our categories. Does it? I think so. <laughs> All right. For the day. Um, today, we are going to be doing action, best action movie, uh, best drama movie, and best dark comedy. And today, we are going to be starting with best drama. Uh, which, if you've been listening, the way we're doing that is there is a top three, so we have to find the best three of the, the all the nominees, and then we award the best one. Fight it out. So, the nominees for best drama are Your Name, Brooklyn's Finest, Revenant, Wind River, Ex Machina, Harikiri, Blindspotting, A Ghost Story, I'm Thinking of Ending Things... <laughs> And because we literally don't know where else to put it, <laughs> Christmas Prince 2. I thought that one was in the Ed and Ed, 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 Ed category. <laughs> no, no, I just put that in the Ed and Ed category. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what, what's everyone thinking here? Um, gonna, so I, gonna be real controversial off the bat. I think okay. Christmas Prince 2 can be axed. What? I'm uh, okay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I agree with you though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but yes, please. How dare you? A movie that tells such a in- endearing story of a prince during Christmas becoming king and eating stuff ass. and eating what? Eating. Ass. <laughs> oh, did that not happen? That one? <laughs> no. Oh my bad. Uh, I'm just gonna put. I an think X. you pirated the wrong Christmas prince. I'm just gonna put an X on our Google Docs to the things that we've eliminated. Um, um, I'd say Revenant. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna yeah. just put a line through it. That works too. Um, the Revenant. I don't know if that was that be... the one with the bear. Yeah. yeah. So that one was good. I feel like there are better contenders on this list than the Revenant. I think it was good. I think it was too long. I, I think I, I barely remember it. I think for <laughs> yeah. Drya, like I know Drya's big gripe about it is whenever I told him the actual story of it and how they're trying to like tell basically a story about how land is being taken from the native american people but they had to tell it through the eyes of a white guy yeah and that he was did really annoyed me. about that and that like that was a weird one actually yeah take it off yeah <laughs> hell yeah kill it e. all right <laughs> yeah like i said don't get me wrong the revenant good movie i feel like there's stronger con- uh, contenders on here like it didn't even make my top three whenever i was looking at movies that would make the cut on this all right remind me what wind river was <laughs> I don't uh, think wind... I was on that one, was I? No. No. Uh, oh, that was the all-female episode. Uh, okay. I have seen that movie, though. Dry showed me that movie before we even started the podcast, and I absolutely fell in love with that movie. Yeah. Is that the one I fell asleep with? That is the one you fell asleep with. Okay. Uh, I, I don't think we should eliminate it. Okay. I don't think so either. I, yeah, I just, I, I I just wanted to rem- know what it was, because like, I don't remember this. Yeah. So, was... yeah, Wind River was, which for some reason, section, I'm not seeing it on drama. It's, it's under Revenant. Yeah, right, under Revenant. Oh, okay, yeah, never mind. Um, oh. But yeah, uh, yeah, that was that one of, um, I guess, also a movie talked about how like Native Americans have it shitty on reservations told to the eyes of a yeah. white guy. No, I, but it makes sense with that movie, at least. I say I fell asleep, I fell asleep for like 10 minutes of it. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. And somehow bad. managed to be really lost, but that's besides the point. Um, well, you fell asleep like during the most dramatic ten <laughs> minutes, actually. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I feel like that movie. It is a slow burn, but it's it gets you invested during the slow burn, and then like has a very big payoff at the end. Huge climax. Yeah. Fucking gigantic. Yeah. 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 Like um, one I of the, I think one of the few times in my life that I heard my mom go, "Oh shit!" from like the excitement of because I showed her this movie. Yeah, that's great. I'd say it's pretty pretty important film anyway. Right, it is very um, important. Yeah. Might be this might surprise Raya. I'm gonna say probably your name can go. Okay, I was yeah. worried about bringing that up because that was what I was gonna say too. So, actually, and yeah, I was gonna say I think that was another one of those movies. Once again, I think we talked about it with it being beautifully animated, but then. Dry is like, it's a romance movie. And then he's like, but what about all the other? No, it's a romance movie. Well, here's the thing. I do like that movie, but I think I like the movie in my head more than I actually like the movie it is. Yeah. Because I talked about this a lot. I like, I don't quite like where it ends because I really thought it would have been a beautiful piece about like inevitability and this and that. And it really isn't. And I think in my head, I'm like giving, I'm holstering it up way more than it really is deserving to be. Okay. Like your personal canon is bigger than what the actual movie is. Well, I wouldn't say canon is because like it's not like I believe it happened or anything. Well, no, that's saying like your like... personal canon, like what the movie meant to you whenever you first saw it. Like this is what you got out of the story. Yeah. Like I still quite like this movie, but ultimately I don't know if I would say it's like the best of anything. I just think it's a really solid movie. Okay. Okay, cool. I'm happy with that. Not happy with it, but I'm okay yeah. with it. <laughs> Good. Get your fucking shitty yeah, anime fuck this out fucking of there. Movie. <laughs> um <laughs> I think another one that could probably easily be taken out because, like, once again, I enjoy the movie, but I wouldn't say it's the best of anything that I saw was Brooklyn's Finest. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it's good, but it's not as good as a lot of the other movies on here. There's there's some killer movies on this list. Mm, yeah. All um, right. Uh, Ex Machina, you guys like that a lot more than I do, so what's your opinions? So oh, I really man. did like Ex Machina. Ex Machina was a really good movie. It, it tells a very compelling psychological story of like AI and the Turing test and like where technology is going and like how it can affect us, um, you know, very flawed emotional people. Um, I think I, for me, the idea of that movie was bigger than what some of the actual story was, but it is still a very solid, very good movie. I don't know if I want to take off the list quite yet, but it, <sighs> I mean, it's one of know. the few that I've seen on this list. <laughs> Yeah. Um. So you want to keep it just for that reason? <laughs> I mean, also, I think one reason we liked it more than E is because this movie does delve a lot to human sexuality and how we make a lot of mistakes based off of that. Sure. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think I, Harakiri, Harakiri should be taken off, but I haven't seen I that know, one. I really so. like I, <laughs> I didn't watch it. So I, yeah, okay. I was going to say, I actually really did like Harakiri. I think it's. it's I, mean, I don't know I if it's better than X I don't think Machina, it's going like, to get far in the list, but I do quite like it. But this is yeah. where we got to start cutting, like. Right. This is like the harder part, like where we got to cut stuff we do like. Yeah. I would say, like, despite how much I'm praising Ex Machina, I am a sucker for revenge movies, and Harakiri is one hell of a revenge movie. Yeah, I think it's like it takes the stuff I love about old samurai movies and adapts it to a modern audience. Yeah. And I think I mean, that really is an amazing thing to do. Some people would say that it's the perfect anti samurai movie. I, yeah, like literally speaking, it is like very about how samurais were a sham, essentially, in a lot of ways. But I mean, like, it clearly wears its inspiration like a glove. Um, you can see a lot of stuff like the Seven Samurai in it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would say like whenever I learned more about Takashi Mike, I found out that uh, Harukiri might be one of his more mild movies. Like, there's some movies that I talked about with Dry about bringing on the podcast and realized that we couldn't because there's no possible way E would handle them. Oh, lol. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, just looking at what we have left on this list, I think I would get rid of Ex Machina and Harakiri. Okay. Yeah. The double, the, the double dukes. Double Chow. dukes. Is I will say okay both of them. I'm okay with that. I will yeah, say okay that. they are both very solid movies. Like, yeah. I actually went out of my way to find Harakiri after we watched it. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I... I'm happy to say I do own like it's a hard movie to find on DVD and I have it on DVD. Yeah, it's it's full good. disclaimer. We are like at the like good movies yeah. in yeah. this list. This is like I feel like at this point it's kind of like which like hmm. It's like trying to pick our uh, Sophie's choice almost like which child do you pick? Yeah, we got to pick which baby to drown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um well there's like four four left. Is yeah. there of the four 
Um, is there one you guys wanna wanna ask so we can have three to discuss? Cause um, no, <laughs> <laughs> that's what makes it hard. Cause like, Wind River is a very important story. That's a very important message about um, you know, the Native American culture and how it's kind of being drowned out. Even though like, you know, terrible things are happening on are on the reservations to the people and everything, and like it, it it's a very harrowing story and it's told very well. Counterpoint: I fell asleep. Accident. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, because like I, I just want to bring it up to you guys because like I have a personal like bias at this point against some of these. Okay. Um, Dariah probably knows where my biases are lying. Yeah, at the list. I I can see which one you want to get rid of. And you can fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> There's a couple I well like I don't know I it's hard for me to talk about Wind River because like I. I watched most of it, but I don't remember it. Not like the I most think important part. I, like I'm mixing up that and Revenant in a lot of ways. I think like is Wind River very the different. one where they, I know yeah. they're very different. Wind River ends with the scalping, or is that Revenant? That's Revenant. Yeah. See, like that's my issue. <laughs> no, Wind River. By the way, spoilers for all the movies. Yeah, I'm discussing. sorry. Um, Wind River ends with a giant shootout. Okay, I just can't remember it very well. Then yeah. I mean, it was four years ago. More. Five. Five years ago now. Yeah, it was five years ago you saw it at this point. Yeah. And you did fall asleep during the climax. Yeah. So I think you I literally remember someone slept walking, through most of the shooting. I remember someone walking through snow, falling asleep, waking up, and someone else is walking through snow. There is a lot of walking <laughs> through snow. There's a lot of walking through snow. Yeah. Um, I, okay, so for the listeners, the movies that we have left are Wind River, Blind Spotting, A Ghost Story, and I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Well, I haven't seen Blind Spotting out of all of this, so, but apparently you guys like it a it lot. Is it is. It's very it's good. Excellent. It deals a lot with gentrification and uh, racism. Yeah, a lot of racism and uh, kind of growing up as a minority. Force. And um, I'm I'm gonna say something that I hate to say. Um, out of all of these left, I think the one that I would cut is I'm thinking of ending things. Oh, really? I don't know. I think uh, I would understand it, but like I said. Personally, that is a movie that like I very much did like. Like I like I, it too, but like a ghost story is, in my opinion, basically a perfect movie. And I think Wind River and Blind Spotting are spectacular in both their own merits and also have something important to say. That's where I'm I'm coming from with that. Yeah. My 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 personal grievance with I'm thinking of ending things personally is it sounds like there's a lot of cool stuff with it, but I didn't get that until you were explaining the book to me. So, like, it feels like in a lot of ways it needed that companion piece with it to really get something out of it. I Whereas, mean, like, I think it's a good. I feel like I, I think still it's got good on its it. own. But, like, I think what really elevated a lot of it was you explaining to me like how it reflected certain parts in the book and how like that could help explain certain aspects. Yeah. Um, that's my. That's a lot of my thing, and I'm still. At, I'm gonna be frank and say I'm still at the point. I don't know what I would rate. <laughs> I'm thinking of ending things still. I dev- I, I didn't give it a formal rating when you I did not when I did, and I still can't. Okay. I mean, I think that speaks to the movie though too. But I think I get it with like you know Wind River and Blind Spotting. How like those are telling like societal issues kind of stories compared to like a very personal like because. I think what that's what I like about it. It's like almost a personal story of a man of like his last thoughts while he's dying is how I saw that movie. Almost, yeah. It's almost that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but like, but I think between that and like, uh, whenever I, like I read that little thing that was comparing the uh, the janitor character and I'm thinking of ending things to Henry Dogger, I think it also kind of added, you know, some more depth to it too, because you know, telling the story of a man who like in his own mind, was kind of a genius, but kind of kept to himself his entire time, so nobody really knew what was going on until after, you know, uh, I guess you could say in the book, the kids found his suicide notes that ended up being the book. The cops. It wasn't the cops or the kids. It was other teachers talking about the suicide notes that they felt. Oh, that no. they found. I thought you said it was, like, two kids that found it. I thought you said but... it was two cops. No, I, didn't, I never said who it was. Oh. Okay. But I think that's very interesting how you guys both interpreted <laughs> it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, in and my I defense, think that's the thing too, who was the first like, people likely to find a the person who found him? And I think that's another thing too. This is gonna once again go into 
uh, a general consensus compared to like my personal feelings of it too. And I know like my personal feelings might be stronger than everyone else's on that, but I think that's what it is. is that's where I'm kind of landing. I don't know. I, I love a ghost story, but I don't know if right now is the time to make that fight for it. Cause I'm going to fight for that movie. Right. At a certain point, <laughs> I'm going to fight real hard um, for that movie. I don't, so, Sam, I feel like we've been talking over you. Yeah, you have. <laughs> you know, I'm a woman, so I'm just kidding. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Make me a cheese quesadilla. No. I wanted to be new. I didn't want to say a sandwich. I feel like a sandwich is outplayed. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking of ending things. I wasn't on the episode, but I did watch the movie, like I said. Um, yeah, it's just such an interesting weird movie and like i could yeah i could get how like maybe it's not for everyone <laughs> it's not like going to um resonate with people and, and it, yeah i don't yeah and i think that's one reason why i said like i want to fight for that movie because i really did love that movie but I would understand why it didn't resonate as strongly for other people. Because I feel like that's, once again, much like a ghost story. This is a movie that kind of resonates with like where you are in life and like uh, kind of like where you are when, whenever you watch it. And you get from it whatever, like you get what you take from it, basically. Yeah. Um, uh, kind of hate to like ax it, but. I, I really, really don't want to ax it. <laughs> But here's the thing. I I feel if I get outvoted, I get outvoted. But I mean, it's not a vote thing. It's not a vote. It, it's a fight. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> if it were a vote, I think that'd be really boring. Um, <laughs> I I I would axe a ghost story here, maybe under the stipulation that I would be fighting a lot for it later, and we get to top ten. Top ten. That's a lot. It's the top ten of the, the all the movies of the decade. <laughs> I mean, it, it is the so, start of the decade. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, are the top three in every category going into the top ten? No, <laughs> no. We did that last that. year, and it caused yeah. a lot of issues. Yeah, it, yeah. Did. it did. So how do like <laughs> okay. like we're just gonna discuss? Okay. Yeah. Um. <sighs> I think it's what it kind of yeah. goes down to is just like what. Yeah, I know. I know that's what a lot of it is too. Is like, how did you personally feel about this movie compared to like what the story actually was? I feel. Which... I feel like I haven't seen Blind Spotting, <laughs> so I can't say again. But I feel like a ghost story is a perfect drama. I don't know. Like, I mean, all right. I guess it's my time to step in with okay. more formulated opinions on Ghost Story. I think there's a neat idea in Ghost Story, but I, I genuinely think it's kind of pretentious in a lot of ways. In like it is, it is it pretentious. Kind of a is. lot of there's a lot of scenes that just drag on too long, and I get they're intentional, but I think in a lot of ways it just drags the movie down. Like I know Drya loves this scene because it can, <laughs> like it can resonate. I hate the pie scene in this movie <laughs> so much. It feels like it's thirty minutes long every time I remember it it feels longer and longer four minutes it's just it four feels minutes like long. I, <laughs> the first time i watched this dry showed me i i genuinely was just looking around the room constantly waiting for this scene to end i just zoned, was an I completely, test for e. it might have been i literally zoned out snapped back in and she's still eating the pie and i get that it's to show the hardship and like how how shitty she feels because i understand that i have those days like i can like food is a similar thing where i just kind of eat my feelings away and i understand that but from a storytelling perspective i don't know if it's always needed <laughs> like it's not even just her though like no. when you go to the aspect of like c and his character just sitting there having to watch this person you love go through all of this pain and being able to do nothing is just and yeah which I resonate with that too, of just like almost being put behind glass and being forced to watch something and not being able to do anything about it. Yeah. Like, like I do get that resonance of that scene. Uh, I'll still argue that like my thing is because like I did lo- like a ghost story. It was a really good movie. I'd still argue it could be like 30 minutes long and still be the same movie. No, I disagree. Mm, no. I disagree. No, I think like, the no. drawn out shots are. I mean, I feel like a 30 minute cut of this movie would long. still have long cuts like that. Like, <laughs> For E, it was the pie-eating scene that felt like it went on forever. For me, it was weirdly enough uh, the scene where she identifies the body 
which I, whenever we were like looking up facts, like I ended up reading that apparently he set a timer for a minute after she walked out of the room. And after a full minute went by, it's whenever he uh, sat up. It felt way fucking longer for me for that scene. Really? I didn't yeah. feel like that scene dragged on that long. I feel like that scene dragged because it was like no music. It was just a static shot of him lying down on the table, staying perfectly still until one minute hits and then he pops up. I think that's what's beautiful about it, though, is that it's just everybody like romanticizes death so much and like everybody becomes like this more grand thing, this more beautiful thing than they ever were. And at the end of the day, it's yeah, that's him and walk away. And that's the end of the story, really. Like that's that's how people end. And I mean, it's shitty and it's awful, but it's true and it's honest. That's why that's what yeah. I like about that so much. But I think that also goes along with what you were saying about like you get what you take from this movie and like there are some very beautiful scenes and things that I do absolutely love about that movie, but then there's some stuff that's just kind of eh, I guess for me, but I think that's just my personal take from it too. Like I know that I mean they'll all be all personal take. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no objective takes on blind spotting only. <laughs> <laughs> I I I would have a hard, I, I could see cutting it right now, but like I said, I'm going to fight for that movie later. Kind of like I'm trying to fight for, I'm thinking of ending things. Yeah. <laughs> like you're thinking of ending it off of the list. <laughs> Are you thinking of ghosting a ghost story? <laughs> and any last fights for ghost story then before it's gone? I'm fighting for it later. I I know you are. You said that many times. I'm saying right now. I mean, I think when it comes to like the grander story of it all, like like I said, we could argue that Blind Spotting and Wind River have like a bigger story to tell than both. I'm thinking of ending things in a ghost story, but I think for people in the room, like I think that kind of shows how well they did tell their story, considering we all have different objective ideas that we got from both of those movies too. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna say cut ghost story right now. All right, yeah. let's cut. And I'm gonna say and cut. I'm thinking of ending things. Yeah, right if now. you're willing to cut a ghost story for a drama, <laughs> I'll be willing to cut. All I'm right. thinking of ending things. Well, that they both that hurt. leaves us with not it enough hurts. movies. It leaves us with two. Yeah, hurts like, my heart. Yeah. Well, so, we're trying to get for the best right now, right? Well, top three. Okay. So right now we have a top three of Wind River, Blind Spotting, and I'm thinking of ending things. Okay. So now. What's, fight what's number one? Death now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my answer is still gonna just be blind spotting. It was my number two. I think it it's many of our number twos. Yeah. Um, I think it's a beautiful movie with an amazing story to tell. I think it perfectly encapsulates the way of using like a sense of friendship and and comedy in a lot of ways to like really resonate with the viewer in a way that a lot of movies struggle to do i think and give this kind of sense of like small town whereas but you can still relate to everything because of that and you see the it tackles hard issues like gentrification and racism in police force how different people doing the same crime will get different rates depending on their or rates um times times depending on their on the race and similar things like that and stereotyping stereotyping how everyone assumed that the main character who was black was basically a big old thug when he was trying to escape from that and his white friend is way more of a thug and actually doing terrible things yeah yeah i would say between those uh, blind spotting is a lot more relatable because in a weird way it's almost a perfect slice of life movie of like you take a slice of these guys' lives within that three day span of the movie, and you just get an idea of like what their life is like through those three days. Yeah, I I think I would honestly fight for Blind Spider to be number one here. Yeah, same here. Because Wind River, once again, it's amazing movie, but Blind Spotting is also an amazing movie, and I think in a, like I said earlier, it's really hard to find any flaws in Blind Spotting. Yeah, yeah, it is. I would I would put Blind Spotting number one. Okay. Hi, I Sam. mean, it would be Wind River for me because I haven't seen Blind, <laughs> Blind Spotting, but I don't know. I both guess. me and Dry do own that movie. Okay. Wind River? Dry owns both those movies. Uh, both me and Dry own Blind Spotting. <laughs> I, like, I could own. I'm thinking of any things I would own that as well. Yeah. 
Like yeah. this is our way of saying Netflix put it on Blu-ray. Please do. Yeah. We uh, like we will buy it. Honestly, my my three on this list would be number one, blind spotting, number two, Wind River, number three, I'm thinking of ending things. Considering the conversation we had earlier about like objective storytelling with these, I could agree with that. Yeah, probably. Of these three. That's yeah. the list. That's that's what I would land on. Mine would be Wind River. Thinking of many things, and then an empty yeah. spot. <laughs> <laughs> just an empty spot. And then just a movie that we talked a lot of praise about that you just haven't seen. Yeah. To be fair to Sam, I talked a lot of praise about Eddie's Big Picture Show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I think is that what we're going with then? Yeah. I think yeah. I think we should fair. just go with that for the top three. Fuck you, Sam. <laughs> uh, all right, we're moving on to something that will probably be a lot easier to talk about. Well, in some ways, a lot easier. In some ways, a lot more difficult, I guess. Um, Dark comedy. Here we go. And I think for objectively how we talked about the movie whenever it came out, I think an easy first cut would probably be the Royal Wait, wait, wait. We haven't well, listed it. We haven't listed it. Oh. Yeah. Getting ahead of yourself, Robbie. Uh, all right. Um. So the four, the four movies in dark comedy are Promising Young Woman, Royal Tenenbaums, The Gentleman, and King of Staten Island. Now you can say what you're going to say, <laughs> okay. Robbie. So I feel like objectively with those, especially with the way that we reacted to the Royal Tenenbaums whenever you're just like, hey, find a family movie. And I picked that one just kind of out of a whim. Family I, fucking family. <laughs> Still technically family. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, I'd say the Royal Tenenbaums would be like an easy cut for this one. Yeah, yeah, I would cut that too, pretty pretty quickly. Because I feel like Royal Tenenbaums is still a good movie in my opinion. It's the weakest out of these four, though. Yeah, honestly, the one that I would cut next would probably be the Gentleman. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, but I think it's how they hit personally for me. Also, by the way, for anybody listening, we're gonna have just a number one in this instead yeah, of four movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. The hard ones will, yeah, be The King of Staten Island and Promising Young Woman. Yeah, this will be the real hard one, because I haven't seen one of these like (laughs) Sam last time. (laughs) I've seen both of these. All right, Sam, you get to take my spot. Okay, so... Oh, man. Actually, this is hard, because I think these are both really good. Give me the rundown on Staten Island. I I still don't really know what that is. So with it. You want to say it, or should I? You. Okay, so... (laughs) Based off of my memory of whenever we watched The King of Staten Island, it tells a story about this guy who's just kind of stuck in Staten Island, you know, kind of a drifter in a weird way. Like, he doesn't really have a job. He just kind of hangs around with his friends everywhere and lives with his mom still. And he wants to be a tattoo artist. So he's, like, doing these really bad tattoos on his friends and just kind of existing. And, and also, then, like, a 10-year-old. He yeah. He tattoos. Tattoos. tattoos a, uh, some 10-year-old walks up and is like, hey, can I get a tattoo? He's like, sure, and goes to tattoo him. And then the kid realizes it hurts and runs away and then pisses off the dad of that kid and that dad yells at the mom and then eventually they make up and the dad and the mom start dating and yeah yeah <laughs> it, 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 it makes sense in the storyline I'm, I'm i'm not i'm sure i'm sure yeah. um but um the main character gets really pissed off that she's dating him out of all people because he's a firefighter and he's still traumatized because uh his real dad was one of the fighter- firefighters who responded to 9 11 oh, and didn't okay. make it out of there alive. And so, like, he has this gripe against firefighting in general. And so, he hates him just because he's a firefighter. Which, yeah. by the way, all of this based on the real life events of the star and co writer of the movie, Pete Davidson. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it's basically a story of him kind of growing up and, like, learning to become an, act- an actual adult, and, like, take responsibility for himself and, like, how this firefighter helps him become that person. Like they fight a lot in the movie, but like there's a lot of bonding between them that happens too. And a lot of him, like bringing him to the firehouse and like him bonding with all the other firemen and kind of realizing that like, just because his father was a firefighter doesn't mean that he wasn't allowed to live a life. And like how he can't use that to basically say like, yeah, my dad was a firefighter and he died. So I'm like, there's nothing happening with my life now because of that. And like kind of him growing up and becoming like I said, more of a responsible human being and like kind of leaving that lifestyle to become a better person. It's very much a coming of age story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's extremely good though. And extremely funny, honestly. Like this is the movie that made me not hate Pete Davidson. I'll just see him. Uh he is an SNL writer slash cast member. Uh he dated Ariana Grande for a while and she made a song about him. 
You've definitely heard it. It's on the radio constantly. Um, hey, she Pete, is... you're a dick. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. It's thank you, next. Yeah, thank you, next. I don't thank think I've heard that song. Next. I'd be shocked if you hadn't. You probably zoned it out if you heard it. But... Maybe. I've never heard it. Um, And then he's currently dating Kim Kardashian. Oh, really? Really? Why? Uh. Hmm. Yeah. Kanye West was. No. no, they divorced. They divorced. Oh, my bad. Pete Davidson bought Kanye West lunch one time and then stole his woman. <laughs> it's weird. Um, weird. Weird life of the rich and famous, I guess. I'll just have to take your word that this is a good movie then. I'm not sold on the concept. It's very it's, it's very ex- down to earth. It is. It's it's extremely silly and down to earth, but also like it's charming. Like it is dark comedy. Yeah. Guess, like it yeah. is extremely like, dark comedy. I gotta comedy. remember what category we're in. Yeah. <laughs> so like I guess a good example of like dark comedy in this movie is there's a scene where like his friends decide that they're gonna rob a pharmacy and he needs to be the watch out for them. And he gets bored while being the watch out and he's playing on his phone while they're stuck inside of this uh pharmacy and like they can't open the door to get out. And like turns out that the owners actually sleep in the back and he didn't realize that there was a problem until like the owner actually like realized that someone was breaking in and starts shooting at his friends and he doesn't know what to do because he's meant to be the lookout and so he freaks out and runs away actually before that the reason why they start getting shot at is cuz like they're hiding in the store and he's like oh shit there's somebody there uh, i have to i have to call them and let them oh, know and right, he calls right. them and their phone goes off and that's what lets the cl- uh, clerk start shooting at him yeah, and, and he keeps he, on trying to like text them. Are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah, and their phones like, keep going. But he's off. like trying to do it in a nonchalant way, so like if they were caught, they wouldn't know that they were like trying to rob it. So he's like, "Are you up? Are you up? Want to fuck? Want to fuck? Want to fuck? Want to fuck? Want to fuck?" It's really good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. Like it's it, it's it is hard really to great. sell this movie, but it is very good. I'm sure. Because like um, to be fair, like one thing that they did to like try to sell the movie with uh, the trailer of it. Was there's a scene wherever like uh, Pete Davidson and the guy uh, and Bill Burr, the guy who's playing uh, like you know the guy dating his mom, get into a fight, and he throws Pete Davidson into a pool. He's like, "Why are you throwing me in a pool? I could have drowned." And he's like, "What do you mean you're gonna drown? You're like seven feet fucking tall. Just stand up." <laughs> like that was something like in context of the movie it was uh, really good. Watching just that scene is like, okay, yeah, it's it's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> like it I mean, really it, does either. Uh, fly or fall depending on how sold you are on the charisma of pete davidson in this role and i think for me and it's something that we did talk a lot about whenever we did watch the movies like because i think rocky was on that episode and like how with him and his friends and like it kind of reminded us like whenever we're whenever we were just kind of bums in high school yeah it very much did it very much did lighting churches on fire uh we never lit a church on fire we did steal one of our quote-unquote friend's guitar, and then our youth pastor at the time helped us set his guitar on fire. Yeah, Was it that... Robbie? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> this I... is another guy who... I only set churches on fire. <laughs> That's when you walk into them. hey because you're evil. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I like you went... You usually end that with because you're a witch. This time you just said because you're evil. <laughs> yeah, evil. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Full of Satan. <laughs> but yeah like i think it's part of that was kind of made me feel that nostalgia of like a simpler time whenever we were younger yeah i honestly do get that feeling a lot uh it it's a really good coming of age story if it you is. were like a shitty person <laughs> <laughs> which to be fair oh we were I, I can say for at least me and dry we were both kind of shitty whenever we were in high school yeah i'm yeah. sure sure <laughs> uh i guess yeah the other side of the coin is promising young woman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mostly humor. I, I guess I would say. Yeah, I was gonna say that one. Is, it's um, funny, but it's very dark. It's extremely yeah. dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Bo Burnham's a good character in that. He is really good. Um, he yeah. sells the fucking creep real well. Yeah. Uh, first and last time I'll probably ever see him in a starring in a <laughs> acting role. I don't know if I can imagine him watch anything else, but. Uh, I don't know if he would act in anything else, yeah. honestly. Um, it seems kind of his thing to act in a movie like this. Yeah, it's very weird, very weird. Yeah, he he had a really good character. Um, all, the jokes are great all throughout. Yeah, also it is funny. Yeah, it is very funny. Also, yeah. once again, I'm a sucker for a revenge film, and this is technically a revenge film. One that goes poorly, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it only goes kind poorly of... at the end. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> poorly, know, the, nonetheless. The part where the revenge happens. Yeah. yeah. Like, imagine if Kill Bill just came through, and at the end, it was just a wet fart instead of actually, like, winning. <laughs> Damn. Her yellow jumpsuit. But I think it's brown. one of those things, because, like, even the director said, like, she wanted to have, like, the ending that you were talking about, what you wanted for the ending. The director also, the writer and director also did want that ending, but she knew it didn't feel true. I mean, totally right. 100% right. But it's it is not very much downer ending. Fun. Yeah. And, like, it doesn't have to be fun. It doesn't yeah, have to know. be that. Like, I guess it depends what you're trying to find from the movie. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, if you're watching it really liking the comedy and stuff, really like the main character, I can see how it would be disappointing that it ends the way it does. But me really liking the story, really liking the concepts, I think I it, think the ending really stood out to me because it was like, yeah, that's what would fucking happen. I think it yeah. nails the social commentary in exchange for hurting the movie. I guess. Yeah. I don't know if I would say it hurts the movie though. I mean, for set, I I think you said it better for satisfaction. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it hurts the expectations of the viewer. You're right. You're absolutely. I mean, right. and I will I will agree with you. Like I was the first time I watched this movie, I was like, I like when the ending was happening. I was like, this better not fucking end right here. It's better not fucking end right here. Like while watching the ending of the movie. Yeah. Like so, I I do get that, but I also like the more I thought about it, the more I realized, like you know what, like. It couldn't have really ended any other way. It wouldn't. It would have been lying to itself. If it would have ended any other way. Yeah, uh, but then for what the what the genre is, comedy. yeah, dark comedy. Yeah, it, it is definitely a dark comedy ending. Well, like, no, I'm saying like for like what is the better dark comedy? Oh, like when I think dark comedy, I definitely think more Staten Island than I do Promising Young Woman. I don't know. I feel. Mm. Mm. I feel more for like just comedy's sake, yes. I feel but when like... it comes to like actual like dark, dark humor, I feel like promising young woman is has it has more of a dark sense of humor in yeah, the story that it's telling. Promising young woman definitely has a darker storyline and subjects. <laughs> definitely has that, but like, I mean, is it's it definitely... funny? Yeah, is it funny? Like King of Staten Island is funny. I don't think so. They're like personally. <laughs> <laughs> From all I've seen, it is one hundred percent funny. <laughs> um, man, this is a hard I one because they're both. Because I, I think I even said something along the lines during the, uh, during the podcast for a promising young woman. Like, sure, it's funny. It, like some of those joke, dark jokes that they make are funny if you're a fucking sadist. Yeah, but. Promising Young Woman also does have an amazing rendition of Toxic. True. <laughs> does have the only good version of Toxic. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know if that's really a hot take or not, but <laughs> wow. And I feel like the music implemented in Promising Young Woman is very well done, too. <laughs> I'm more distracting from what Jirai's argument is constantly, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know. I feel like, I think, because they're both really good movies. They are. They I, are I feel both like great movies. I feel like I think I'm just probably thinking of it in the sense of like actual just like movie and storytelling. For me, I think Promising Young Woman like edges out on The King of Staten Island even though The King of Staten Island has a more satisfying ending and is technically funnier. Like I think I think for what it's worth Promising Young Woman is more of a drama in my mind than it is mm-hmm. even that's a dark fair. comedy. Right. I think it's just due to technicality of what we're doing here. It ended <laughs> yeah. up in dark comedy. Like, uh-huh. To be fair, like whenever you ask uh reviewers on like what they think the genre is, you'll get like, you know, revenge story or dark comedy or psychological thriller or horror or whatever else. Yeah. So I think it's probably one of those things like it does kind of jump genres counting on who you're asking. Like I don't think it fits nearly as well into the dark comedy category as King of Staten Island does, honestly. Yeah, I will say for like humor's sake, there is more humor in King of Staten Island. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's where I would land on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I know, like I I do get that, but like I I think my argument is that when it comes to just like general storytelling, I I think like I said, it uh promising young woman edges out. Yeah, I guess if we if Dry does have a point like. That is something that does matter a lot more to drama than to yeah. dark comedy, though. 
because like uh i lost my point but <laughs> just imagine it was really good <laughs> just, just imagine he made the point and uh just really that was the point that drove drove it home yeah <laughs> <laughs> intro driving point question mark profit <laughs> <laughs> Like, I think... Yeah, it it is becoming hard because, like, we're kind of nitpicking on two very good movies. Because, like, when it comes right down to that, it's like saying, like, yeah, the story in this is way better, but, like, is the dark comedy better? Like, I don't think so. Yeah. And I think that that's... And I think that's the argument we're having right now, yeah. is that the comedy is better in Staten Island, but the storytelling elements is better in Promising Young Woman. And I think for what the category is, I think that storytelling just isn't the driving aspect of what we're trying to award here. I guess. So we're axing promising young women? That's what I'm thinking. Sure. I'll say when it comes to, like, <laughs> just the comedy aspect of it, the King of Staten Island does edge out. It, Yeah. It, it, does. it does. Yeah. All uh, right. Uh, if you disagree, uh, yell at us. <laughs> yeah, do that at uh, the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. All right, and the last of... Uh, oh, we should say, uh, Dark Comedy was a uh, winner as King of Staten Island. Oh, I thought we said <laughs> I mean, we said it, but we got to say all it. Right, say all right, all right, we'll formally say it. Yeah, we Just formally said it. Just in case I forgot it. King of Staten Island wins. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to take a small little break here and rejuvenate, and we will be right back. going to do our last category of the day. How's everyone feeling? <laughs> Sober. Okay, so Sam's doing bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sam, go ahead and name the nominees for action. Action. The action movies are Watchmen, Ultimate Cut, John Wick, Guardians, Snowpiercer, Miami Connection, False Memory, Summer Wars. And uh, to reiterate for those who might not remember, False Memory was the Is This a Movie winner. Yes. So mm-hmm. it is actually a short, it is but a it movie. is equivocally a movie. We voted it's a movie. We voted yeah, it's a so movie. So it just makes it so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even if it gets axed on this one, it, it won the first award. Yeah, it won the chance. <laughs> <laughs> it fought its way here. <laughs> All right. It um, fought its way here to fight or to duke against Watchmen and Ultimate Cut, which is a four-hour-long movie, a twenty-minute <laughs> short versus a forty-four-hour-long movie. Uh. All right. So I'm yeah. gonna say we should cut Snowpiercer. Yeah. I was really? Gonna, yeah. Honestly, I that wouldn't be my first cut. I mean, Summer Wars would be my first cut, and Guardians would be my first cut. So. Well, there we go. We could cut three. Let's just do it. All right, so let's cut Snowpiercer, Summer Summer Wars, Wars, and Guardians. All right. (laughs) Because like I said, Guardians was fun dumb, but it was still fucking dumb. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Um, My bias is going to show. I want to cut Watchmen. Okay, I'm good with that. I mean. Really? Yeah. I I love the Miami connection for action movie? Yeah. Wait, shoot. How many are left? Four? Yeah. yeah. All right, there's... fine. We can cut Miami Connection. <laughs> no. I guess. Oh, no. Sam said no. We got to cut Watchmen. Yeah, we got to cut Watchmen. Why? Because <laughs> Miami Connection, Miami connection is clearly the better movie. Is it? A bad action movie. Are you a ninja? Yeah. Prove it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> a ninja and witcher siblings. <laughs> All right. Classic duo. Against the ninja. That's, a, that's a cartoon wing to happen. Against let me, the ninja. Let me write that. <laughs> I mean, listen, there's going to be a chance for Miami Connection to to be ranked. <laughs> I don't think action movie is where it lands. Yeah. <laughs> it has great action scenes. Though. No, it don't doesn't. Remember? No, it doesn't. <laughs> Do not remember all of them. <laughs> I couldn't say I wasn't there for that episode. I don't remember why I wasn't. I think I was out of town, but uh, I, I remember watching it. <laughs> yeah, we definitely did watch it. I remember we watched the reunion, too. Yeah, we did 
That was weird. Yeah, yeah. none of them were actually singing or playing. Or no. no. Ings. Against the ninja. <laughs> Do we have to flip a coin? I think it should have been a musical. There's <laughs> one <is>. song. <laughs> There's like three. There's like two or three. You're changing how many there are all the time. <laughs> like 17 songs. Uh, uh, I, I almost wanted to say false memory because of how short it is. That's not. But it's really we, good. We won the vote for it to be yeah, a yeah. movie. You can't it's charge you for being no, 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 short. No, no, like now. that's the thing though. Is like it. It was pretty good. It's so really good if false memory and Miami connection were up against each other for a movie, for a movie, <laughs> for a movie, I think false memory. I think might false win. memory wins. Yeah. <laughs> if You're I show, right. I, mean, I was going <laughs> to say the thing about it though. With like uh, the Watchmen Ultimate Cut, my my biggest gripe is it's too goddamn long. It's I think it's long. both too long, and I think it deviates way too much from Watchmen in really bad ways. Not just like, oh, it's different. I think the changes are really bad. Do you think that it's a better action movie than <laughs> Miami Connection? No. Um, <laughs> it's not. You're making me fight to keep it up, too. Like this is How you're feeling about Miami is how I'm feeling about Watchmen. I don't want to, like, can we, go, can we bring back Snowpiercer instead? <laughs> We could bring back Snowpiercer. <laughs> I don't know. Sam, how much do you really want Miami Connection in the top three? For action movie. For action movie. Yeah, I really want it there. I think it deserves it. I think it's there's action in it. Name one action they do. Yeah, like there's some... <laughs> I really want that in a ninja movie now. As someone's getting roundhouse kicked to the head, the guy just going, Yes! I'll put that into the cartoon about a ninja and a witch being siblings. Oh my gosh. Man, I mean, like, I'm just trying to think, because, like, I just want to fight for the ones that I brought. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what Watchmen does. Isn't that the one with the blue dick? Yes, yeah, there's a big blue dick. At, there's significantly not enough blue dick in the Watchmen Ultimate Cut, I'm going to argue. There's more and blue dick in the comic. I'd say there's no blue dick in Miami Connection. That's a, So Miami yeah, Connection that's a loses. Negative. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, in general, I mean, Hollywood nobody... needs way more penises nope. on screen. It, they do, but, like, <laughs> they're all floppy dick, so, like... That's what that's so vital to his character, that he has a floppy dick. Sad. Like, they had... Yeah, <laughs> they had a person... Vital. They had a person who his entire... Or I don't know if it was he. Their entire job for the movie was making sure that his dick flopped realistically. <laughs> Just imagine, like, your claim to fame being like, you ever see Watchmen? We're really See explaining how good the action in these movies are. What? Oh my god! I'm trying to. Re- okay, there's the burning, the burning building, burning building action scene, the prison, the prison, uh, the uh, alleyway, right, and then the end fight and Rorschach's backstory, which again I think yeah. is kind of not as not good because of how it deviated from comics. Right, 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 right. But uh, I'll I'll try to spare too much of that. Because it's just going to be like, um, actually, if you read page 77 of Watchmen episode three. Do you guys remember the climax no. of Miami No, Connection? I genuinely don't. Literally couldn't Was it when you. they were I... all on motorcycles and then they and all then got off all motorcycles? Kinds of and then yeah. there's this fight and then it I was the hospital I, part. I just got done watching the trailer from Miami Connection and it looks like... <laughs> There's just a bunch of people running around corners yes. <laughs> while a bunch of guys in karate outfits are playing guitar on stage. Action. <laughs> I'm sure it, it kind of feels like three ninjas grown up. I want to also reiterate my statement. In the climax, a bunch of ninjas get on motorcycles yeah. and drive up to the people. And surprise them. On the motorcycles. On the motorcycles. Yeah. Ooh. Counter question, Sam. Hmm. Name five characters from Miami Connection. Okay, so there's... Um... Their names, specifically. Name them. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Damn it. Do we even all have names? (laughs) Three characters. There's like probably Jenny. There's like probably Joe. I don't think there's Joe. A bunch of J names. Chris. I don't think you're right. Charlie. I don't think, I don't a think single any, one was I think any of those were characters in the movie at all. I did think of a positive for Miami Connection. It has that restaurant. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That uh, Korean pizza restaurant. Yeah. What? <laughs> you, you really missed a good one there, Robbie. <laughs> apparently, like, when I looked at the trailer, apparently the full movie's on YouTube. I'm going to have to watch you it. Did. It's really bad, but it's, it's so amazing. Good. But it's not an action, a good no, action movie. Bad action movie. <laughs> so the funny thing is you're close, but no dice. Because, like, the characters is Mark, Tom, Jack, John, Jim, Uncle Song, Jane, Jeff. <laughs> Why are Yuxo. they all J's? <laughs> They're all generic white person well, names. Well, with J's. Like, why specifically J's? I don't know. And then Yashito, club owner, professor number one, <laughs> you Orlando club gang owner. member, Damn and Miami it. gang. I can't believe you didn't remember the names of those characters. I know, man. Which I think the funny thing is Miami gang is Kevin Pollock. Who? Kevin like, Pollock. He, I've, he's been in a bunch of movies. Like, that guy. Oh, yeah, what yeah. He? He's a guy in uh, Sons of Anarchy. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, um, <laughs> I can't remember his name in Sons of Anarchy now. Son. Chibs? No, not that's not Chibs. I can't Anyways, remember. Anyway. Um, while Sam's distracted, I'm just going to ax my connection. Yeah, that's the right thing Fine. to do. It's the right thing Fine. to do. It should have been in the musical section anyway. <laughs> you want me to put it in there? Like we, st- can, <laughs> we can fit it in the music. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll just throw it, it in, the in there. musical section. <laughs> I think it has a better chance there. <laughs> you should have put it under dark comedy. <laughs> it is kind of dark in some parts. All right, so top three is Watchmen Ultimate Cut, John Wick, and False Memory. I'm just going to say right here that John Wick is going to win, John so Wick let's wins. just ask the I other don't, two. No, I don't like John Wick still. What? It's so good. I don't like it. It's like, so action. It is I, action. It is action, but so is false memory. Like, There's I know I'm not going to win this memory. argument. There is a lot of action and false memory. But I do really shit. like false memory. I've never seen it, so. Watch it right now. It's not that long. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I don't know. Like, I still just, I mean, obviously we're in action, I guess. I just don't like John Wick. Like, after, because we went John Wick Snowpiercer. I do appreciate what John Wick did, for sure. Yeah. I just think I really like the action in Fall's Memory a lot. John Wick repopularized getting to see the full frame of what is actually happening on there after taking it fucked what cinema was with like the quick cuts and stuff like that and Born Ultimatum and everything like that. Like John Wick brought it back to like let people see what the choreography is going on here. Like, even Sam, who doesn't, like, love action movies in any way, she's, like, indifferent to them, from what I understand. Like, she's like, John Wick is fucking cool. Pretty cool. And there was a tragedy at the beginning, like... <laughs> how could you forget how the tragedy? Forget the one I guessed, even though... And I guessed <laughs> it correctly. Every single time, you assured me. You assured me it was way more. It's deeper than just that. <laughs> <laughs> It's deeper than my guess of, oh, you lost a dog. That probably symbolizes a lost love. It's that, but (laughs) but it's good. (laughs) I don't like, I really appreciate Fall's memory in a lot of ways. I think the animation is really good. It also doesn't, isn't like going for cuts and stuff all the time. It's also really grounded animations, but also can use the, I mean, John Wick does this too, obviously, but uses the, background elements and stuff to its advantage in how the fights activate and like watching it go through yeah john like absolutely uses that in fact it uses the environment as the set pieces like actively most of the time and how he uses like his environment is how he fights in every single battle like I don't know how John Wick doesn't win this. I just like false memory. I mean I'm arguing I, like Shonen versus <laughs> yeah, John yeah. Wick I which do is a like weird with, argument. I do like with false memory though how it was fans of Shonen that wanted to make something to show like how much they appreciated the art style and how much they appreciated like you know the action scenes and everything else like this that was a labor of love done by a very small creative team 
I'll give it that. And like, uh, it does have some pretty wicked fight scenes in it uh, that are done in a very bombastic way. Yeah, I think and- it's a movie. we voted it won it's a movie yeah and i'm voting action i think it is the second best action movie that we watched i'll live (laughs) i'll live with this independent studio making a nice little animation in their spare time that recently got picked up by a bigger studio and hopefully has more lead from it uh i'm shouting them out now i'm super looking forward to watching it yeah um, I'll live with that being second against fucking Watchmen, Snowpiercer. Hey, they aren't even Summer in it. I know, John that's Wick. what I mean. Like, yeah. I'm saying, like, it beat all those. Yeah, yeah. it beat Schneider's four-hour cut of a movie. It beat Russia's unfinest. It beat, <laughs> it beat the movie Dry I thought he liked better than Parasite until he rewatched it. Yes, yeah. yeah. yeah it true. beats... Digimon the movie 2, this time without the Digimon. Way worse Digimon. <laughs> and it beat Miami Digimon. Connection, which is a movie so good, Sam fought for like 10 minutes to so get it. I so hard for it. <laughs> so hard that it went into a different category so I could fight harder <laughs> yeah. for it when we get to that uh, <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I felt like I wanted to give it a fair chance because I do really like it and appreciate it. And yeah. I'll be frank, I do like it more than John Wick, but that's my personal bias <laughs> against John Wick. <laughs> John Wick is fucking fantastic. It's just John badass. Wick is pretty fantastic. <clears throat> it's too fucking cool. What say ye, Robbie? <laughs> I mean, it is a small indie animation studio versus a stunt arm. Yeah, a stunt. Fuck. What's the word? Stuntman? Yeah, a stuntman's first directorial debut. Yeah. Like, that's what's so great about it is, like, this guy's like, I hate how action is done in movies. I can do it better. And yeah. he was right. He was right. <laughs> Uh, Listen, Rob. You gave me a leg. I really appreciate it. You can say, <laughs> like, you can say it. But I think overall, with the world building and everything else, like, um, I think John Wick does action well. It also does world building very well too. So I think it does edge out versus False Memory. Better action movie. I will say that um, John Wick has been crossed out. <laughs> What? Oh shoot! Wait, I, I actually I didn't mean to do that. He's hiding her false memory. False memory wins. <laughs> I actually didn't mean to do that. I swear. I I, I, I hit the wrong key, I hit the wrong key command. <laughs> he slammed his palm against the keyboard in anger, and then accidentally crossed out John Wick. Yes, look at it. Just says Eddie Big Picture Show. They all. All right, fine. John Wick can win. I'll give it a bone. All right, that's the end of this day. So let's recap. Are you saying that John Wick is giving a dog a bone? No, the dog's Ooh. dead. Oh, <laughs> what about the pitbull? Also dead. I'm pretty sure. No, no. I thought it died in two. No, the house died in two. House yeah. died in two. Spoilers. We haven't watched it. Oh the my god, <laughs> we can't. I've seen two. I saw it first. They haven't. Oh, sorry. yes, they have. I have not. She hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not gonna remember. So yeah, you definitely showed me John Wick two, and then you got super excited because I went to uh, see John Wick. Three with you in theaters. Oh yeah, John Wick Three is good too. I oh, think fuck. two is weaker than one. Yeah, two out of the three that are out right now, two is the weakest. That was the worst one to sh- watch first, probably. But I still doubt I would have liked any of them, even if we started with one. Three's fucking great. I'll never know. Eventually, you will. <laughs> I still like that scene. Whenever like John Wick had to like stop that girl from getting revenge. She's like, he killed my dog. Trust me, I get it. <laughs> It w- let's not spoil that movie. We'll <laughs> I'll get forget there. by the time we watch it. For our audience. They'll forgive us. <laughs> All right, Do you listen so... to anything that I say? They'll forget. What? Exactly. <laughs> all right. Don't forget now. For Jariah's <laughs> sake, we're going to give all the tops. Uh, action, John Wick is unfortunately the victor. Uh, you have to draw... cross out Watchmen. <laughs> what? Did we? Cross out no, I didn't, haven't been doing that at all. Three. I, I let the top three live, except for dark comedy because there was top two basically. Oh. Um, drama, blind spotting, uh, top two and three I guess. Wind Reaver and thinking of ending things. Uh, and finally, dark comedy, King of Staten Island with promising young woman trailing behind. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's that's the end of part two. Joint. No, this was three. Three. I think. Yeah, end of part three. This was the third one. End of part five. (laughs) Go find the other two. (laughs) And then at the end of this, we're going to rate 
every... rank every episode that we've done. In oh this God, end no, of your we're not. No, we're not. We're not doing that. <laughs> the worst one is still, in my opinion, uh, a silent voice. Uh, still, my least favorite episode. Our worst episode is Forrest Gump. <laughs> I don't care that you say that. I thought you said the watch was. Yeah, wait. You... The watch is the worst produced because we had so many technical issues. Yeah, I think our worst episode is Forrest Gump. Well, that's two episodes. You got to count them individually. Yes, technically two episodes. <laughs> Anyway, that Ugh. is the end of part three, day three. Um, nice thank you guys three, for three. listening. Um, we will be back with another one very soon where we'll be doing a couple more categories to end off that. We're going to do best music movie and best psychological horror. Your favorite categories, music <laughs> and horror. <laughs> <laughs> and the opposite ends of both the spectrums. Uh, okay, well, everybody have a great one. Hope you're having great holidays. Talk to you later. Bye. 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 Thank you.